0: Let's go back to Menangle. Last night, heat of the New South Wales oaks and Kiwi success. 28 to the quarter. Sky Blue starts to roll on the bend. Gets about four or five metres in front of Peaceful. Kalua Flyby knuckles down to the task at hand. Peaceful and Kalua Flyby quickly go up to join Sky Blue in the middle. Peaceful on the outside. Kalua Flyby. They're staging a soul-stirring struggle, but Kalua Flyby has the nose in front. Now comes away and Kalua Flyby wins heat. One of the oaks beats Peaceful. Sky Blue. Fourth home about 10 So team Telfer Cullen, Tim Williams, and Carlua flyby getting the business done of course uh, the Stonewall team I can tell you early on here Michael Guerin they have had a part to play because in the first 9 lots before we talk to Amanda Telfer we've had 3 over 100,000 already
1: 2 $100,000 trotting lots so lot 1 and lot 9 $100,000 each and I think $115,000 for lot 7 which is a pacing bread always being Mickey so there's money here today, and as we said, boutique catalogue, it is going to get very, very busy very quickly. So I have been to a lot of harness racing sales in this part of the world, and it's incredibly rare to see three $100,000 lots in the first 10 lots. Gregory, they're not going to take the fourth accelerator today. There is the potential here today we might see 20 to $2,500,000 plus lots.
0: Yeah, that's staggering, isn't it, for the code of harness racing Amanda Telfer is in Sydney where she's had success obviously last night with Kalua flyby not so on Friday night but let's concentrate on the success uh, first morning to you as it is over there Mandy
2: morning guys how are you
0: yeah, excellent, thanks. Thank you for taking the time out to have a chat. Did you hear that? Lot seven. Uh, Philly by Always Be yeah. Mickey out of Alchemist is coming your way, or, or, or the stable's <laughs> way anyway. So um, it's probably what we expected from uh, Steve Stockman and, and the Stonewall team. Uh, Jill and your brother, Steve Telfer, uh, That's won't be their only purchase today. That's one thing we know for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I've
2: been watching the sales and... Um yeah, that was the first lot that they had marked, so yeah, it was good to secure her.
0: You've taken this very good filly, Carluwa Flyby, across the Tasman. She was good first up. She was even better last night. You must be delighted with her progress.
2: Yeah, look, when she first came over, she was um, she was a little bit short, and we just wanted to give her a look at Menangle and um, give her a run before the oak heats and. Um, it worked out well that she got the job done and she's just progressed nicely and she's um getting better and better
0: yeah 156.3 the mile rate very very good last night and the pleasing thing she seemed to do it quite comfortably is that how you saw it and how she come through that
2: yeah and um, speaking like he said once she got to the top um she actually sort of said she was just doing it quite easily um, she's pulled up well. She's uh, She's been out on the walk- walk- water walker at Luke's this morning and um, now enjoying the day in the paddock. So, yeah, no, happy with the way she's
1: pulled up. Amanda, it's Michael here. Congratulations on what you've been able to achieve. It's, it's not easy travelling horses to a new place. H- had you been to Menangle or Luke McCarthy's or had you spent any time in that region of the world before you rocked up there two weeks ago? Look,
2: no... Um, Last time we'd come over, we'd come over with um, step-up for um, trying to get her into the mile, but she didn't actually um, make it. And We were at um, Kim Butts at Menangle that time. Um, yeah, no, I haven't spent a lot of time in Sydney at all. I didn't even really know Luke when I got here. So, um, look, they've been great. They've welcomed us and um, can't do enough for you.
1: Last night's heat looked the stronger of the two heats. Only two heats of the New South Wales Oaks, the final next Saturday. And you ended up in a tricky position. Once Peaceful crossed you off the gate, although well, that's good, Peaceful's the horse to beat, and then they re-handed I thought you might be in a bit of trouble, but Tim drove the race like a New Zealander, which sometimes not a bad thing at Manang I don't think it works all the time in Australia, but I think is a track you can do it on.
2: Yeah, look, um, we've got a lot of confidence. Tim, he just, you know, he does what he does, and that's what he's good at. And um, yeah, I was the same as you, Mick. I was a little bit concerned when we were three back defence, but um, when you look at it, people always had to get a run, and I was just hopeful that he followed it through. So yeah.
1: Amanda, have you spoken to your lovely brother uh, or even Steve Stockman and said to them today, look, I think we should get x lot blah 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 or do you just keep your nose out of that sort of stuff in case it doesn't go well
2: no i actually did give uh, steve stockman was at newcastle on friday night and i said to him i said there's one lot i like down south so um he said i'll have a look and i said it's on your list and i really like it so yeah we'll wait and see
1: i mean did you have a favorite you were surrounded by an, an army a growing army of very good horses do you have one you like more than the others?
2: Yeah, um, BDJ. Oh, he's, really? He's well, that, that's
0: favorite. appropriate you should start talking about well, him because it, it, Friday the, night wasn't... The punters,
1: the punters didn't feel the same way about, about, about 10.45 on Friday night. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: explain to us what no, happened there, no. Mandy. Yeah.
2: Um, look, um, we were... Fortunate enough to get barrier one, but um, it didn't pan out to help us at all. Like uh, Tim said afterwards, we would have been better in two, three or four or even wider because um, when they let the gate go and he sort of gave him his head, he, um, he clopped the wheel with his back leg and galloped, yeah. So then uh, it wasn't in too bad of a spot he was buried, but then done it again on the home turn. So um, yeah, we'll sort of be looking for a longer cart next time, I think.
1: Amanda, is that a, a case of, I see Tim had the whip up and the and the score up, and did you do anything different? Did he have shortness in? Did you bring the hopples up a, a little bit to get him out of the gate quicker? Was there any contributing factor you could see to that?
2: No, look, um, they all sort of warned us about um, the one and the two from Newcastle, and um, talking to Luke, he said, you know, you have to be back off the gate. And as soon as they sort of straighten, they just accelerate. And he said, if you're on the gate, it comes back into your face. It actually looked like he hit it, but he didn't. It was more the fact that they went from go to woe and, yeah, like a woe to go. And then, um, yeah, it was just something. We even had to cart out longer than we did at Menangles, um, just for the fact that they've all told us they could get on a wheel at um, Newcastle. But it just, yeah, it was just one of them things.
1: So they head to the Miracle Mile preludes this Saturday. Is there any assurance that they'll be split?
2: So I've been talking to Luke, and he thinks he says that they usually split. Um, yeah, trainers and drivers. So um, he was he was pretty confident that they'd be in different heats, so Tim could drive them both this week. Yeah.
1: Were you at? Menangle last night uh, after the race, after the Captain Ravishing race? Because obviously you would have been there for your race or did you go home early? Because it must have been quite a surreal experience. Um, You guys have some pretty good horses. Captain Ravishing was being called the next Jesus and he gets beat. Must have been quite surreal being at Menangle for that. Yeah, well we didn't expect it
2: because as the delay was on and it was quite late after the late night of Newcastle the night before we were all sort of pretty tired so we actually I had to watch a replay of it um yeah so it was it was amazing like Kim seen him walk in and he said oh my god he said have a look at that he's just a he's a beast of a looking horse he's just just lovely to look at but as you said you know it um it didn't work out for him last night so yeah
0: your other horse, Ulta Wise Guy, he sat in the trail in the Newcastle, uh, Newcastle Mile and obviously never got out. How have both he and BD Joe come through the run? And um, he's been unlucky in both races to be fair. So he's he's due a change.
2: Yeah, he was. Um, Luke was very happy with him. I I happened to give uh, Luke a steer on him the Monday before that, and um, just asked him if um, he would drive him and he'd be sure he'd go up and drive him. And after the race, he come off and he said. He said I just had nowhere to go. He said it was, he was just bolting. He was really, really happy with the way the horse went. He said if he just got a got a split, he would have um, he would have got the job done. But that's racing, isn't it? It just um, works out sometimes and not other
1: times. All right, Amanda. What about the uh, the remainder of the carnival? Was Ultimate Meteor actually going to turn up over there? Because I thought he was okay the other night at Cambridge. Is, does he get on the plane tomorrow and head for the New South Wales Derby?
2: Yeah, he is, he is, me. he's, um, he, uh, as far as I know, he's been here Monday night, um, that's kind of been there. Steve thinks he's just taken a couple of runs to sharpen up. It was, it's sort of a bit like the top had over here. The first run, they were okay, um, like, Carlisle was okay and, uh, Guy was okay, but they have sharpened up since then, so, um, yeah, Tim's going to stay with me over here this week, so hopefully we can, um. Just get him a bit more sharper for this week
1: coming. I know that at Stonewall start and with the Telfer Cullen stables, you're always looking to get better. There's a real drive to get better. What have you seen, or would you like to steal from Luke and Belinda McCarthy's place, or what attitude have you seen from them? Because in my dealings with them, Amanda, I've found them incredibly professional. Oh, they are
2: for sure. Like, um, you know, the, the complex is amazing. Um, the thing that I really uh, like that I've been using a bit being here is the water walker. So, right. um, in the future, I'd like to have one of them at our stables, and just just after the fast works and after races, the recovery you put them in for twenty minutes, half hour, and it's just um, yeah, it just seems to be freshening them up. If that if that makes sense,
1: it's quite mesmerising, isn't it? When you watch a horse on a water walker, there's a place called Margaret Park in New Zealand who do them. They send you videos. It's Incredibly relaxing. It's um, it's yes. quite, It's very, very, very hard to turn away from.
2: Yeah, like um, I had I had the three of them this morning for twenty five minutes, half hour, and like it's just a like they're not doing any pace; they're just sort of ambling. Like it's just a slow walk, and yeah, you mum sits there and watches them the whole twenty minutes. Like
1: she's just. Um, <laughs> I've done the same thing lumping. on video. It makes you feel <laughs> nice and sleepy. It's actually very relaxing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, that's, that's the, thing, the thing I like. Um, I actually like their track too. I, I haven't used it with my horses because they're not used to it, but uh, their grasswork track comes and uh, goes, but they actually finish going up a hill. I think it would be really good, but um, I just don't want to put my horses on it when they're not used to it.
0: Hey, Amanda, really appreciate your time this morning out of Sydney. Uh, we wish you well in the build up to not only the New South Wales Oaks with Kalua flyby, but uh, the Derby with Older Meteor and, of course, BD Joe and Older Wise Guy as they head towards those Miracle Mile qualifiers. Thanks so much for your time.
2: Thanks, guys. Thanks,
0: you. That's Amanda Telfer. Wasn't she? Wasn't she well, great? you know what? It's a funny thing. She she's not keen on the media side of things, particularly. So it's probably because of you. The, yeah, like probably, a lot of people
1: in the South Island. I think you've ruined it for probably. Probably.
0: them. But how good? I mean, how good is she? You, and and the one thing you know with her, and you, you know, you, you see it with a lot of, or listen to it with a lot of, um, of of horse people, is the passion. There's no
1: question about her passion for the horse. Especially B.D. Joe. Yeah, even, even <laughs> after
0: what B.D. Joe did the other day, she still loves him, yeah. and he's still her um, favourite. So.
1: You can't underestimate what they're doing. Menangle is by far the hardest place to travel to on the eastern seaboard of Australia. Gloucester Park's harder to go to WA, obviously. But a lot of people go there and stuff it up, yep. and they've taken Carla a flyby there. She's two from two. They've won with B.D. Joe. Alter guys clearly racing well. If you can get that right once... You can get it right 20 times. We've seen that with Murray Baker and Andrew Forsman. We've seen it with Pikey going to Queensland. We've seen it with Mark Purden. You get it right once, Gregory, and opens up a whole range of doors, and those doors include this very important door. You get a three-year-old filly, you think we love this horse, we're going to retire it, take it to stud. Let's pop over an angle for a month, get a 150 next to its name, because you can't get those in New Zealand. Hmm. Almost, almost impossible. Take it over there, buzz it up, we'll get a 150, bring it home. Now, if you can do that well... You have opened a door into another level of harness racing, and I think that door is very much a jar for Stonewall Stud.